Hey, everybody. Before we dive into today's episode, I just want to remind you that we've got our April training happening starting on Monday, April 24th. It's called Soulful Selling. This is one of our free community trainings. It's four days, an hour each day, and I'm going to be diving into how to talk about what you do and most importantly, how to have discovery calls that end up with people saying yes to working with you. So if you have not registered yet, make sure you go to my website, www.stacybrassrussell.com and get your spot. It's going to be on Zoom. Yes, there are replays, but you should absolutely get signed up for this if you're a coach, if you are an expert, if you're a creator if you're a wellness professional, if you're someone with a service-based business, this is for you. And now let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, Mindset and Business Strategy Coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. Today, we are going to be talking about your passionate mission. So I want to give you a little bit of a backstory, which is that in the last couple of weeks, um, we've been doing a lot in the world of SBR coaching. And what I mean by that is um, I have a small mastermind, which is where my one-on-one clients all come together for um, monthly, we do it twice a month, uh, mastermind calls. And then I also have the Passionate and Prosperous Academy, which is my group program uh, for coaches and creators and uh, service-based entrepreneurs. And that's a a year-long program for you. And that program meets also twice a month. And it just so happened that I kind of timed things out so that in each program, my small mastermind and the Passion and Prosperous Academy, that we had like retreat style events. Like for my mastermind, we were together for, you know, we did six hours. And then in the Passion and Prosperous Academy, we had a three and a half hour deep dive uh, all within one week's time. So <laughs> yes, I gave myself a lot to do and create. Um, but it was it's always so amazing to get together for these longer periods of time with all of my clients because we get to really explore something on a much deeper level. And so the theme of my retreat for my clients, I called it speaking from the heart. And then the theme for the deep dive in the academy was all about messaging. And in a lot of ways, those two things are, you know, intimately related, right? Speaking from the heart and messaging and how we create our 
content and kind of like how do we put our our what's in our heart um, essentially and turn it into our content or what it is that we're here to say in the world, right? That's our that's our messaging. And as always, whenever I get to, you know, have these deeper experiences with my clients, with the community and and we're there doing this incredible work, right? Which is which is not the work of the outgoing intellect. Okay? Like it's 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 not the work that we sit and think and craft and kind of analyze and, you know, try to do a good strategy or 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 um, kind of be a wordsmith where we're trying to choose the best words for the title. Like it's it's not that kind of work. It's the deeper work that we have to do when we are. And, you know, I'm going to use this word purely because I'm trying to make a distinction between the difference between um, like kind of having a job. Right. And I'm putting my quote fingers up like a job, like going to work for someone else and being an entrepreneur, being like, you know, creating your own thing, creating something because because you have to. Right. Because you can no longer do do it. Any other way, you can't do what someone else wants you to do. You you have to do your own thing. And, you know, I'm I'm so thrilled if anyone listens to my show who, you know, does have a job and works for someone else. I'm I'm so happy if you're listening. And, you know, I know that a lot of the audience for this show are people who are people that work for themselves, starting businesses, wanting to start businesses. Um, You know, even if you do have a job, but you also want to be starting your own business. Um, And the thing about being able to do that, about being able to be the passionate and prosperous, right, person that this show is for, that I I made the show for, that I consider myself to be, um, is that there has to be this this work that we do that is not that uh, that like i said that outgoing analytical brain work but it's more like it's the soul work right it's the soul work it's the it's the deeper work that we have to do so that we can have the fortitude the resilience the motivation the strength the courage to go out on our own and to try to make a go of it, like to do what we're doing. And so when you work with me, whether you're in the academy or you work with me one-on-one and you get to be in the mastermind, um, we have to do this work in addition to all the strategy, right? All the stuff that kind of is, there's a lot of reverse engineering that goes on around here. There's a lot of like, you know, nuts and bolts, like, all right, you want to do this thing. You want to launch this program. You want to have people say yes to this. Great. Let's reverse engineer it. Let's figure out all the steps that you need to take to get there, how to create what you need to create to launch it, how to, you know, get people to, to see it. All of that, right? But in order to do all of that, we have to do this other work, and we don't only do it once in a in a in a like once. (laughs) We don't only do it once. It's not like it's a one and done. Um, It's work that we have to do, like you know, periodically. 
I like to see like even quarterly, like for the, for, um, both programs working with me one-on-one and in the academy, we do quarterly deep dives, quarterly retreats. Um, and we don't always do it on the same thing, but the essence of that kind of work that we do is always the, the, there's always some element of the work of going inside. And it's not even work on your mindset only or your beliefs, but it's, it's the getting in touch with why you do what you do. And, you know, in the beginning of, uh, oh, and so what I want to tell you why I'm, why this all um, brought forth this episode, like how this was called forth from me. So we're doing, I do these things and I'm with my people and I'm challenging everybody because it is not easy to do the deep work. The deep work is vulnerable. Um, it's a little scary. When we're really just doing something that we haven't had time or we're not supposed to be thinking about whether or not we're doing it right or wrong or which we never really should be thinking about. But like when when we're just being called to 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 be raw and to just be like completely off off guard, spontaneous, authentic. Um, sometimes we don't like that. Sometimes we don't want to be put on the spot like that because we're in front of other people. But it's really important work. It's really important that we do it. So I make sure that we have, you know, time to do it in all my programs. And it just so happened that we had a lot of it happening in the last two weeks. And one of the things that that I noticed and that um, made me want to make our episode today, this episode for you, was that because everybody wants to have a successful business, and what I mean by that is everybody wants clients, a successful business is different for everyone, right? For one person, it's three paying clients. For someone else, it's 20 paying clients. For one person, it's, you know, making $20,000 for the year. For someone else, it's making multiple six figures for the year. Like, there's no such thing as a universal, you know, measure of success because we all want different businesses. We all want different things. We're all doing our businesses for different reasons or not different reasons, but but what we want out of our business, like what we're going to consider it, what we're going to consider a success is going to be different for everyone. So it doesn't matter what level of success you know, you want for yourself, like what that looks like for you, for each one of us in order to achieve whatever it is that we're saying is our level of success, um, we need to be able to, to do this work that takes us out of the, the sort of looking at what's right and wrong or like what we're supposed to do in order to have a business. And, and rather than being vague, I'm just going to be really clear right now and say that I teach a lot about niche and having a really clear niche and about having a clear outline of your signature transformational system or what we also can call your pillar framework 
And that doesn't mean that you have to be someone in the transformational business. It doesn't mean you have to be a, a, a you know, a health coach or a life coach or, um, you know, a wellness professional. I consider your signature transformational system to be just the way that you describe to your client the journey that you're going to take them on in order to get them from where they are to where they want to be, right? Which is essentially from, you know, some sort of, we'll just use this umbrella term, you know, pain and struggle to their next level, to what it is that they want as their outcome. So whatever you do, if you have a service-based business, I think it's essential for you to like have that, 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 uh, you know, transformational system or that pillar framework that you've created. And that we do get really um, specific about what are the right words? What's the right messaging? What's the right, you know, who's your niche? How do we speak directly to them? So there is an element of that in the work that we do, because that's really important. That's marketing, right? That's marketing. And that's an aspect of messaging. And it's something that you get better and better at, right? But you may need to be like, mentored and taught some skills and some best practices. And uh, uh, some people may actually need to work with, um, you know, uh, copywriters or people that have like an exceptional skill at messaging and writing. But when most of you start out, you're not hiring for that, right? So you got to do it yourself. So what I do is I help you, right, to get all of that really dialed in, really clear. And that's a big part of what I'm an expert in and what I do. But then, so what I was saying was I noticed when we do this kind of work, it's really hard for a lot of, and and I'm going to say my clients, and I and when I say that, I'm also, you know, saying, and therefore, I I feel safe or confident in knowing that this is would happen for many people and maybe all of you is that it's really hard to kind of flip the switch or to go from that outgoing analytical brain that Stacey Brass Russell has activated by making you get really clear on your niche and your system and whatever and switch into just like your heart. Switch into your your like soul, your soul heart, you know, like that passionate place that your work is kind of um, lives, like what, like what your work comes out of. And I noticed, especially in this last two weeks that it, that, that, you know, and, and we see things when we're meant to see them. So I'm sure I've seen this many, many times and that for some reason in the last few weeks, it just stood out to me that I saw a lot of people having to really work hard to make that switch and to go from that, like, not robotic or rote, but that sort of like, I worked on this and I'm really clear on on my niche and my message to my people, right? Um, hard to switch into something that was a little more like kind of guttural or like raw or um, unpolished, right? Just, just wild. And... I came away from these, you know, different times with my people really feeling called to come in and talk about how essential it is 
to get to that raw, wild, kind of un- unpolished place, right? The place where um, it, you're not thinking about the perfect words or the perfect title. You know, nothing's going being set in stone. Nothing's going to the printer, right? Um, But it's just this, it's almost like this work that we have to do where we tap in and we allow our passionate mission, which is what today's episode is going to be about, to like, to to really, um, to speak for us. Because when you get in touch with that, that passionate mission, you get in touch with an energy and a part of you that needs to be there in order for you to get other people excited and in order for you to like enroll other people. And you've heard me use the term enroll before, like in in maybe a not so great way, right? Which was, we have an episode on like, on not getting enrolled in other people's stories, you know, like in other people's limiting beliefs. I think it's great to get enrolled in other people's like passionate stories, which is what we're talking about today. But sometimes I use the term like enrolled in a way where I'm saying like, hey, don't get enrolled in someone else's story just because someone else says, oh, it's hard to make money. Don't get enrolled in that. Have your own experience. And then if your experience is, oh, it's hard to make money, <laughs> then we have to look at that. But don't don't take on someone else's limiting belief. And so I call that don't get enrolled in someone else's story, right? It's this same thing when we're on a discovery call or a consultation and the other person, the person that we are holding space for and talking to about working together that, you know, they get all caught up in all their, um, in all of their obstacles. And they start telling you about like how all the, all the reasons why they can't have what they want or all the things that are in their way or why this isn't the right time for them because this is happening and in their life and they're, and, and they've got this obligation and they've got this wedding to go to and they've got, you know, this is that they're having, you know, um, renovation done on their kitchen and they're having, right. And then they're trying to get you enrolled in the story of why this is not a good time for them to do this like super important work with you. So there are times when we really shouldn't get enrolled in other people's stories, but then there are times when a, it's great to get enrolled in someone else's story, right. When it's one that serves you and helps you to maybe think bigger, think differently, change your perspective And then we want people to be enrolled in our story when we are really speaking from and about our passionate mission. Because when you enroll people into your passionate mission and bring them onto your yellow brick road, into your community, they're more likely to work with you, right? Those are the people that are going to work with you, the people that get enrolled in your mission. And if you never like come out or never like kind of, you know, use that passion and that energy of your passionate mission when you're out in the world, whether it's talking to someone on the street, having a conversation, um, making a podcast episode, uh, teaching or leading some sort of a, 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 you know, a talk or a webinar or whatever, wherever you interact with your potential clients and your audience 
if you're never, if there are not moments where like the thing that you're using to put forth is your, you know, that you're not using your passionate mission, then you're probably inspiring some people, like meaning they'll catch something that you do and they'll say, oh, oh, thanks. That was really nice. Or, oh, I like that. Right. But you may feel that you have a harder time, like kind of being the Pied Piper, right? Like if you remember, do you remember that? (laughs) I think I just, well, I couldn't have dated myself. I mean, I wasn't alive when the Grimm's wrote their fairy tales, but you know, there's the Pied it might not even be a grim fairy tale. But anyway, there's the, the Pied Piper, right, who like plays the flute all through town and all the, you know, rats start following, <laughs> start following him. But that's who you want to be. You want to be the Pied Piper, right? You want to like gather your people that will follow you and that'll come to everything that you do and that are, you know, team, you know, team you, right? Like there are definitely people that are team Stacy that come to everything, um, it doesn't mean they're all people that pay me. But anyway, my point is we all need some version of that, you know, to 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 have to have our business. Um, do you need it like to have, you know, a couple of referral clients? You know, probably not. But <laughs> but I think in order to have people refer you, you do, meaning the passionate mission. So I almost like kind of said, oh, maybe there is a time that you don't need a passionate mission. And then immediately I was like, well, yes, you do. No matter what, even for someone else to refer you, they are referring you in in such an enthusiastic way that it's because they're enrolled in your mission. So what I noticed was that it's not always easy for for people to to go there. And I I think it's a go there. I don't think that it's for lack of passion or for lack of like of of the thing, of the mission. I think that sometimes there's a fear of allowing oneself to really go there. And what I mean by go there is really go to a place where you're allowing your emotion like your, 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 you know, when I say passion, I mean like your strong feeling, your emotion, um, almost to a point of like a desperation in a good way. Like, like that when you desperately want to convey something that you feel is really important, that when, in order to go there, there's a lot of shit that comes up. I used the word vulnerable earlier. It's a vulnerability. It's um, it's almost like bearing your soul in a way that feels a little too risky because if someone else um, criticizes you or doesn't like it or doesn't want to get enrolled, right, that it's going to hurt, you know, or that somehow you're going to make it, it, it you're going to turn that into that somehow it makes your, your soul bearing wrong or bad, but, but that's not possible. Right. It's not possible to to bear your soul in a wrong way. So I wanted to come in today and sort of like encourage you and talk to you about how and why you would do the work to go to your passionate mission, to get closer to it, to like bring it forth. Because if you're trying to be, you know, out 
out in the world doing business. And what I mean by that is like attracting clients and getting people to pay attention to you, catch people's attention, have people want to come to the stuff that you're offering. Um, you have to, you have to like come, come with it. You got to bring it. You got to bring it. And the bringing it is this energy that is so only related to mission. So what I noticed over these two different trainings, and then also even like uh, when I was doing the Know Your Niche training that I did back in the early 2023 in the beginning of the year, was that because everyone knows, especially people that come to all my stuff and that work with me, and because everyone knows how important it is to get that clarity on niche and on your system and on the work you do, um, it's almost like hard for me to get everyone to let go of all of that and just go to something much less structured, which is just speaking from literally like your guts. Like, why are you doing the work that you do? Why is it important? Not only why is it important, like, like for the world at large, like, what is your mission? Like, why are you here to like help other people? But also, what is your mission for yourself? Why is it so important for you to do this instead of that? And when I say this instead of that, I mean, for anyone listening to the show, there's probably a number of ways that you could make money, for example. There's probably a number of ways that you could get a job. But there's a reason that you are not or that you want to like leave the job you have. There's a reason that you don't want to do it the easy way, which is to like just work for someone, get a paycheck, not really have to do like be the front of house and back of house. And my husband and I use that uh, phrase a lot. Um, he's from the hospitality industry, right? And so like when you go to a restaurant, there's like the front of house, right? Those are the servers. Those are, you know, that's who you see. That's the managers, whatever. And then there's back of house, right? That's, that's the chef and the kitchen staff, okay? And there's two teams. There's the team that makes the shit and then there's the team that delivers the shit. And when you're at your own business, you're both. You're both. You're back of house, you're front of house, right? And that's a lot. It's a lot to be the creator and the the chef, the cook, and then also the one who delivers and does all that forward-facing stuff, the face of the restaurant. And so there's a reason why you decided to do that. There's a reason why you said, I'm not going to just go work for someone else or I'm ready to transition out of working for someone else or I'm ready to have my own business or I realize that this is a thing that I really want to do and that's why I went and did a training or got a certification or hired a business coach to help me figure out how to put all my gifts and skills and expertise into some sort of shape and form, right? This is what I do. And... There's a reason you decided to do all that. So that's like your personal mission, right? That's like there's something in you that knows like you've got to do it. We might call it like your calling or, you know, like, like, and that's a 
it's for me, it's a desperate feeling, not desperate, like, oh my God, I'm desperate for clients. But I mean, there's like a, there's like a really deep, a deep desperation of like, I got to make this work because I won't, I can't go do it another way. I can't, right. I've done it. I've worked for other people. I've never had like a corporate job, but like, I, you know, I ran someone else's studio and because I do everything at the best I can do it, you know, I treat, I treated, I've treated many people's businesses, other people's businesses as if they were my own, meaning put my heart and soul into someone else's business. And the return on that is never, (laughs) it's not even about financial. The return on that is never going to be good enough, right? That's A. And then B, um, I've done that, you know, and I've also worked with partners where I did own the business, but I had business partners. And man, boy, I learned that that was not something I could do. And it's not because I don't know how to play nice. That has nothing to do with that, right? Um, And so I know that I have no choice, meaning I've, I've done plenty of things to now know that like, this is it for me having my own business where I use my passion, my gifts, my skills to create the shit I want to create and to make money the way I want to make money, right? That feels like it's when I use the word desperation, I don't mean I'm desperate, but I mean like I desperately know that that's like where I need to be, right? And I think anyone listening to the show that you all know that too for yourself. So, So the passionate mission is it's kind of like a two-lane thing. There's the passionate mission of why you need to do the work that you do. For me, it's not only about that. It's also about breaking a, like a, kind of like a legacy, right? Like in my family, um, breaking through to like an income level that no one in my family, like I don't come from a family of where anyone made, you know, a set a million dollars a year. Like nobody had like a seven figure business. Um, there was a lot of like, mm, not like scarcity or lack, but almost like, um, definitely a mentality of like, like kind of working, working as you go, like working and spending my dad, like, it just felt like we were never like ahead of the game. So it's not like we didn't have what we needed, but it always felt like we were like coming in at the last minute, you know, like I, I, I had an awareness of like, in order to pay for sleepaway camp, my dad was like getting that last payment in, you know, and it was literally not like money from a savings account. It was like, make it and hand it over. Um, and I want to break that. I've lived like that for most of my life. And so so for me, my personal mission of like why I do what I do, um, literally meaning for me, for my family, for my husband and I, for our lifestyle, for, you know, for what I want, that's one part of the passionate mission and why it's so important. And then there's the passionate mission about like why it's so important for me to do this work as how it relates to being in service to other people. And why is it so important, like, for those of us who do the kind of work that we all do? Why is it important for you? Like, why do you care? Right? Like, what is it that you, that you're here to do and say? 
And so what I started noticing was that I realized that because I I do believe, I just want to say when I'm about to say that everyone is stuck on this one thing, I actually, I'm glad in a way that, that, that it's hard for the people that work with me to kind of like get out of their niche. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this, but what I noticed was that no one was understanding the difference between their niche and their passionate mission. And they're not the same. They are, they are related. They are, you need the niche to have a business, but you don't need the niche to, to like kind of put your shit out there, like to be a thought leader necessarily. And so even though I do believe that you really need to have a niche to sell stuff and to attract a specific audience who will buy from you, I also know that like you have a mission in you, or I hope you do, I believe you do, and you need to, that mission is, doesn't necessarily have to be niche specific, And I'm going to give you some examples, of course. So you all know, I think, or maybe you don't, but you all know that like if I had to say a niche for me, my niche would be that I really help coaches and um, creators, creatives, thought leaders, experts, um, service-based entrepreneurs, wellness professionals, essentially people who like do a type of work or service or want to like impact other people in a transformative way or in a helper way, right? I help those people to, to have, to have businesses, meaning I help them to turn like their stuff into, into things that people can, can um, absorb and pay for, or even attend for free. So I'm technically, I'm a content marketing coach strategist. And I help people take what's in their brains and in their hearts and turn it into something that they can then turn around and sell to other people. And when I say sell to other people, I mean the free stuff. I consider that selling to people as well, because like we, we need and want people to do our free stuff because that's usually what leads to them doing the stuff that costs money. So I help people create all of that in a way that makes sense right? So that's what the yellow brick road is. I help people to take actions, utilizing content in an orderly fashion that helps them to get people to do what they want, which is that first attracts them and then moves them along the yellow brick road until they're ready to buy something, right? So that's like my niche is coaches, creators, entrepreneurs, service-based professionals, wellness professionals, and so on, right? Now, have have I ever worked with a lawyer? Actually, I have. Can I work with anyone in the anyone, no matter what they do? Absolutely. Can I can I help anyone regardless of their profession? Yes, I can. And that's because my mission is bigger. But the reason why I need a niche and why you need a niche is because in order to market and get specific about what we really do and how we help people in terms of like being the instigator, right? Or the initiator of that, like being, like saying what our service is, we have to be really clear about what our service is. 
And that's niche. Who is it for? But our mission, and now I'm going to go ahead and give you a bigger mission from me, is, is something that like we feel and think deep inside of us that we feel is really important for us to kind of like come out in the world and say it. So for example, what started my whole coaching business was the mission to want to help people to believe that they're never stuck or like like paralyzed in in their life situation that no one has to stay in a toxic, unhappy, unhealthy situation or if something happens in life, like my dad died when I was 19, you know, some people get fired, like whatever it is that happens in life, that even though that shit is there, that you are never not able to evolve and take your gifts and your skills and your expertise and your life experience and everything that you've already got and use it to, to, to do your next thing, to, to save yourself even. That's my mission. When I, when I meet or, or talk to anyone who is still in the mindset and the space where they believe that they've got no choices, that they're unhappy and this is their lot in life, that they can't leave a job, they can't leave a a marriage even, um, that they can't make a change or that something happened to them and they're still in like a victim mindset, right? The victimhood. But this happened to me. My life is so hard. I lost this. I lost this person. I lost this thing. I lost this job. I lost this relationship. I lost this, you know, and I mean even death. And I'm not minimizing it because I've been through it fucking all, right? Miscarriages, like, I mean, all kinds of versions of loss. When I meet someone who's in a place where they are not yet believing that they have the tools or the power or like the, re- the like the inner resources. And I, when I was, I just stopped myself because I get it. Like not everybody always has resources like money right off the bat. I've been, for most of my life, I didn't have the money to get myself out of a jam. For most of my life, I didn't have the money. I had to create it or make it or figure out how to do something before I had it. And I've actually made a lot of big risky moves that way, just so you know. So my mission is so much bigger than my niche because it doesn't, it's, it's, it's not, it's like the niche is a subset. It's like, it's like how I have taken all of my gifts and skills and my passionate belief that no one is like, is without the ability to, to turn what they have their intelligence, their gifts, their skills, their expertise, their smarts, what they love, what they're passionate about into something that someone else could pay for, basically, right? Or that someone else would want. And so my mission and my niche are, are definitely intertwined and related, but, they're, but the mission is, is a, it's a deeper thing. 
it's a it's a thing that's like it's more about like it's more about like humanity. It's about people, right? It's something that I really just believe, period, about humans, about human beings. And you hear me talk all the time about human brains and genius brains. And I love talking about that. When I taught yoga for 20 years, I didn't think of my niche as my students. It wasn't like I said, oh, I only teach women in their 30s or I only teach flexible people, right? But my message and what I really like shared and talked about about yoga, right? The specific kind of way that I decided to hone in on what aspects of yoga I was really going to like say, like, look, this is what I'm an expert at helping you to use yoga for. That was very much a niche. And what I discovered by teaching yoga was my mission. Because when I got to be around so many people all the time, imagine teaching a bazillion yoga classes a week for years and years and years. Imagine how many students I have encountered, which means how many human beings, how many individuals I've talked to. And I got to hear from so many people. And that's on top of all of my friends and just people in my life that weren't my yoga students, students, right? All of these people. And I started to see this like underlying theme that was killing me. And I mean, killing me, like hurting me to discover how many people didn't, didn't see their possibilities and their choices. How many people felt that it was easier to say that they were stuck, that there was nothing that they could do, that they were bound by their circumstances. And those circumstances would a lot of the time be about money. So many people being afraid to make choices that would change their situation because somehow it would change their financial situation. And therefore they felt trapped. So when you really like think about or you look at my business from like a reverse lens and you look at like, I have the academy and that is there so that anyone that wants to make money doing what they love, right, can come into there. But I can't make it for everyone. I have to, I mean, I, I just don't have the, re, you know, I don't, I, I can't make a school for everyone in the world. So I made the school for coaches and wellness professionals and, you know, service-based entrepreneurs and thought leaders, authors who want to turn their books into courses or, you know, uh, uh, anyone who wants to take their expertise and their ideas and and create uh, services, products, one-on-one, group, you know, experiences where people are paying you. And I help you to get really clear on how to tell the people what they're paying for, right? So if you take that, that model, the academy and what I just told you it's for, and then you start backing it up, and backing it up, and backing it up, and backing it up, and backing it up, all the way back to before I was even a coach. And I'm telling you, I would that that I, that I was a yoga teacher, and I was talking to all these people, and I was like, "This is this is horrible." That so many people that I know feel that they are trapped and have to stay where they are, even though they're unhappy. 
because they're afraid that if they try to do what they really want to do or or be happy and make that big change, leave that shit, cut off the toxicity, whatever it is, that they won't be able to support themselves. And that started years before I was a coach or before I had my academy. And when I became a coach, I didn't know I was, you've heard me talk about this. I didn't know I was going to be a business coach, right? But I definitely knew that I was here to help people to see that they did not have to be afraid of massive change in order to, to be, to do passionate and prosperous in their life. Right? So your mission is not your niche. And it's the thing that like wakes you up like what I just said was for me. And when you are connected to your passionate mission, your energy and your like and your uh, confidence and your, um, I want to keep saying passion, your passion um, comes through and it enrolls people. And when you put that passionate mission behind your niche, it enrolls the right people. But you can't put that fuel behind your niche unless you unleash it. Unleash the niche, right? You can't put that fuel behind your niche unless you unleash the thing that has no no limits. It's just, it's just your, it's like, it's that, it's that raw emotion. It's that thing that when the light bulb comes or the aha, when you're like, wait a minute, this is what I'm fucking here to do. This is what universe, spirit, you know, source, God, whatever you want to call it, decided like, this is how I'm supposed to use all my shit. This is how I'm supposed to use my talent. This is how I'm supposed to use my, my smarts. This is how I'm supposed to reach people. This is what I'm here to help people do. Now, not everybody's passionate mission, not, well, first of all, like not everybody wants to awaken their passionate mission. Not everybody wants to do shit in the, in, that has to do with changing the world or changing, right? Now, sometimes I get a little self-conscious because I think, uh-oh, is my passionate mission big enough or enough because I'm not saying that my mission is to save the whole world? You know, I, I taught yoga for all those years in the classroom and therefore I was in the classroom on or the next day after every ma- major catastrophic event in the world for 20 years. I did my yoga teacher training right after 9-11 and then taught yoga for every monsoon, earthquake, catastrophe, plane crash, fire, war, um, you know, mon- <laughs> uh, you know, monsoon, like every horrible floods, fires, um, you know, I- I've I've taught and murders. I've taught through everything, and showed up and sat in front of a classroom with with uh, obviously anyone who's going to yoga, you know, to the kind of class I used to teach is coming into heart centered to you guys, heart centered, you know, like, like empathetic, deeply caring people who would come devastated from these world events, devastated and feeling helpless. And 
I had to talk to, I've had to talk to so many people about like the fact that like not all of us are, are the kind of, not all of us have the life where we're going to go get on a, a mission plane and go fly to like Africa and be on the ground as missionaries. And I've suffered through a lot of self-doubt and questioning about like, you know, am I, is my mission supposed to be bigger? Am I supposed to be wanting to save the world? Am I supposed to solve world hunger? Am I supposed to, you know, like try to help every, every community, every demographic, every, everyone? Is it okay that I don't only, um, you know, that I'm not, my work is obviously like, I, I do do a lot of free stuff, but I'm not a chair. I'm not chair. I'm not a charity as my found, you know, I'm not a non-for-profit. I'm not like out there only doing charitable works. And, and, and I think about that. Am I a good global citizen? But at the end of the day, I have to be okay with the fact that like, I do have a passionate mission it does have to do with helping as many humans as I can. One of the reasons why I put the podcast out is because I feel like it, it's one way that I can have global impact. I love getting my little insights that I get. Like I, you know, I get emails every week about like, like I get, I know when, when people, when you all are listening in New Zealand, in, in Italy, uh, you know, I, I mean, I know that people listen from all over you know, almost all over the world. And, um, and that's a big part of why I have the podcast. Now, is the show to help everyone's problem and solve everyone's problem in the universe? No, that's why there's a niche associated with the show. But the underlying mission of the show is, hey, how many people can I reach and speak to and inspire and say, you can do this. You can figure this shit out. You can make money doing what you love. You can turn your stuff into, into services and into a business. I really believe that. And you can do the work on yourself and the personal growth and development and the, whatever you want to call it, the healing, the evolving, the changing of belief system, all of that work that I do, all the somatic work, all of the embodiment all of the really changing and shifting yourself, like not just on the intellect level, but like on the deep emotional, you know, story-based level, I believe that like you can, and I hope anyone listening to the show at any time, whether they identify with being a coach or an entrepreneur or a wellness professional, I don't think you have to. There are many episodes that are not just for that. But... The people that aren't the coaches and the wellness professionals and whatever may not do anything other than listen to the show and feel and feel better or get inspired, meaning they may not then join the academy because the academy might not be right for them. But it can still help me further my mission, which is to inspire as many people as possible to know this shit that I believe from like so deeply because it's my story. Because I've done it. Because I've survived all kinds of death and destruction. And being poor. Again, I don't want to say that. I'm take it back. Not poor. Being in a lot of times in my life where I only had like, you know, a couple of bucks. But I always knew that I had a way of making some kind of money. I've always been resourceful in that way. 
And that's what I teach and that's what I'm here. I'm take a stand for that. So your your passionate mission is different than your niche and and it must be unleashed so that you can speak from the heart and then we can turn that into your specific messaging. We can clean it up. You know, I was thinking um, when I was getting ready to record the show today and I was thinking about how it's it's so much easier to pull back like a, a, an actor who's being too big, right? Too broad, too too much, right? Oh, that's that's like a little too much emotion, a little too broad, right? For the screen or for whatever. It's better to have someone who's going so far that then as a director, you can pull them back and say, oh my God, you've got it. You've tapped into the energy. Now we're going to like pull it in and we're going to let it be the like the heartbeat and the underlying thing, but we're going to clean it up on the outside, right? That's so much better than the opposite where an at, where where a director can't pull anything out of someone. Oh my God, please give us some emotion. Give us some connection. Give us some passion, right? You can clean up when it's too much. You can pull it back a little bit. You can shape it, right? You can tweak it. You can turn it into something that is then, you know, a package. But it's much harder to do that from the other direction. So rather than holding back, being scared, playing small, being worried that you're going to be too much or too big or that someone isn't going to resonate, it's the opposite. You've got to like go deep inside and you've got to be willing to like shout out your passionate mission. So this work that we did on my retreat with my clients called Speaking from the Heart I had to keep like kind of getting everyone out of like reverting back to like what they do, right? The passionate mission isn't like necessarily the how, right? It's the like, it's the why and it's the what. It's like, oh my God, this is what I'm here to do. I'm here to help everyone go from this to this. I'm here to like change the narrative. I'm here to help people think differently. I'm here, right? And so I wanted to give you some of the kind of prompts or questions that that help to uncover your passionate mission in case you're not sure what we're talking about. So I find that your passionate mission is really well expressed when you can, first of all, identify like what, what kind of makes you mad, Right. Or like mad, you know, in, in the way of, of like that passionate anger, you know, like where you're shaking your fist and you're like, it makes me crazy to know that there are people out there who don't believe in themselves, who don't believe that they can do the things that they want to do. Oh, right. That's a passionate mission. Your passionate mission is not dainty. It's not demure. It's not quiet. It's not you sitting properly and speaking very eloquently and very measured and very controlled. I mean, that's good for some shit, but that's not what we're talking about. Your passionate mission is like the raw, right? The raw mission. And it's like when you start talking about it, and I'm not saying that you want to annoy people, but honestly, like people should be like, oh my God, 
can Stacey talk about anything else, <laughs> right? That That's how you know you're onto something. Or you want people to be like, oh my God, yeah, that's all Stacey talks about. That's all she talks about is people be, right? We, we went out for brunch the other day, literally two days ago on Saturday. And the um, we were a little late. We had called. Um, we got there. And this awesome maitre d', um, you know, we said, hi, we called and he was like, oh, hello. And so he walks us to our table and we've only been to this restaurant like two times. It's, it's in New Jersey. I live in New York and he walks us to a table and it's the same table that we sat at last time. And I was like, and I, I'm like, oh my God, this is where we sat last time. And he says, well, clearly I'm in connection with the universe. And I was like, clear. And he goes, I know that that might sound a little out there. And I was like, not to me. Right. And so we had this exchange to him. So then with him and so then what? So then when we're leaving, what do you think I did? I was like, I really think you might like my podcast. Right. And, you know, anyone who's going to reference the universe, I'm like, I I asked him, I said, what, you know, he said that he used that he had lived in Egypt for four years. I said, what did you do in Egypt? He said, well, I was in, I said, were you in hospitality like you are now? He said, no, I was in marketing. And I was like, oh, well, then you should definitely listen to my show. Right. And, you know, when someone says, well, what's your, what is it? What's your show about? I say, it's for people who want to like, who want to know how to like really like overcome whatever is keeping them from knowing that they can use their passion and their gifts and their skills to like to do it to do what they want to do in the world to do their work in the world it's about putting your message out there it's about using your voice it's about being big and people are like oh my god i love it now is he ever going to join the academy or work with me as his coach i don't think so but who gives a shit? Because my mission is bigger than that. Do I need to make money? Yes. So do I have a niche and programs and courses and specific stuff so that I know that there are specific people who will understand how to work with me? Yes. But does that mean that like I can't also know that like I have a big mission to create impact? Now, you might not want to have a podcast or write a book or create as much impact, meaning you might not have the desire to put yourself out there to the extent as me, same extent, but your passionate mission is still what is going to make anyone that you talk to want to work with you. And when I say anyone, I mean your clients. So when you're talking to people that might want to work with you, if they can feel the mission underneath the, 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 the sort of the, the details of your program and the clarity of your message, they are going to be 10 times or a hundred times more likely to want to work with you than somebody else. We all know why we do what we do. You have to be willing to add that in to like the whole energy of what you do. So I started with like, what pisses you off, right? Another thing that I ask everybody is like, what breaks your heart? It breaks my heart when I hear that someone doesn't believe that they can do it. 
it actually breaks my heart when, and this happens when I'll have had like interaction with someone over a period of time and then whatever, usually like it was around some events I was doing, whatever, and I form a connection and then maybe things like fizzle a little bit and then I'll reach back out and I'll say, hey, how's it going? And they'll be like, oh, I'm not doing that anymore. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Right? It breaks my heart when people get so discouraged and feel that they can't do what it is that they feel passionate about. And then on the other hand, I wonder then were they really passionate enough about it in the first place? Because you do have to feel passionate about a business if it's going to be successful. And when you hear about people like, you know, like having a business and then all of a sudden they're gone, they vanish, their business isn't there anymore. And I, I, you might not hear about this. I hear about it. Um, And I don't mean like a business, like a restaurant that goes out of business. I'm talking about like people who like for a little while, they're like out there kind of doing their shtick. And then all of a sudden they're sort of vanished and they don't have that business anymore. And I, and sometimes I think to myself, they weren't that passionate about that or that never would have happened. So what are some other ways to tap into your passionate mission? Well, one thing is, uh, is also, what do you stand for? Like, what do you, what do you stand for? Right? Like I'm a stand for people believing that they can, you know, do it on their own. They don't have to rely on other people. I'm a stand for that. I'm a stand for people getting out of fucking toxic relationships, whether they're like marriages, you know, partnerships with whatever, boyfriends, girlfriends, them friends, whatever, okay, or jobs, having bosses, managers, no one, if you're in a toxic situation, if you're around a narcissist, get the fuck away from that. You have to, that's life or death, not your money. These are the things that I'm like so like vehement about. Another way that you can tap into your passionate mission is to ask yourself, what norms or popular opinions in your industry, in the work you do, do you want to debunk or disrupt? Like what, what, what annoys the shit out of you? I'll tell you another passionate mission of mine when I became a coach was that it was driving me crazy how many like diets people were on and following and how many people didn't understand anything about why or how they might choose to follow some sort of like prescribed eating plan, whether it was the Whole30 or Paleo or Keto or the Atkins diet or Weight Watchers or Jenny Craig or this meal plan or Nutrisystem or blah, blah, blah. Okay. Like, It's not that it drove me crazy, really, that all those things exist. It drove me crazy that people don't know how or why to pick anything and they don't understand anything about it in their body. And so it was it was driving me crazy. Right. Driving me crazy for people to think that they should be gluten free without having any reason of knowing why they should. Right. So, so what do you want? Like, what, what do you want to disrupt? What do you want to, what do you want to change of popular opinion or the norms that are out there in your industry? In mine, another one is I want to debunk the idea that you can make millions of dollars in your sleep. You may get to that point, but it ain't when you're first starting your business. And there are way too many business coaches out there who promote that. 
who make you think that they can take you from zero to some crazy amount of thing in some crazy short amount of time. And what I'm telling you is that can it work? Can anyone do it? Maybe here and there, but can someone guarantee everyone and anyone that? Absolutely not. Unethical, false advertising, bullshit, bad. What's another way to, you know, to, to tap into your, into your mission, right? It's to just really, really have a, like a deep feeling of what you want for other people. What do you want for people? Why is it important to you? You're a health coach. Why do you care so much if people are, get their health together? Why? Why do you care? Right? So when you're tapped into your, your, your passionate mission, when you're being led by it, okay, when it's underneath your niche and your, um, and your messaging and everything that you do, when it's like, it's like the fuel, it's an energy. You don't even always have to be saying it, but then when you do share it and it should be shared, it should be a part of what you share in addition to speaking. And, you know, this is actually a little bit of a problem on the other hand, which is when when someone's passion is that they just want people to be happy or they just want people to be healthy, right? And they're like, that's my mission. And I'm like, okay, but there's not, there's not enough why under that, like why and who. Why is that so important to you for other people to be happy? When you tap into those deeper things about why and who, then everything that you do is fueled by a different type of confidence, a different type of infectious energy that has nothing to do with perfect words or perfect execution or perfect social media posts or perfect anything. It actually helps you to clarify and illuminate your niche. It becomes a motivating force for you to do all the tasks in your business, right? Like, I know that so many of my clients get, and me too, but now I hire people because I'm at a certain point in my business, but a lot of my clients get, you know, to, uh, there's this reality moment when you're working with me where you're like, what? I have to make a landing page and send an email and set up this thing and, you know, do this and do that. And there's all these tasks in your business that a lot of people don't realize they have to do. There's tasks in your business. And no one loves that part. Everybody just wants to do the part where they get to work with the clients, right? And then when they find out all the shit they have to do to create the clients, to attract the clients, to like have serve like a community or an audience or whatever, they're like, what? Right? But here's the thing. Even those things become more motivated and, and, um, and you, you, you're okay with doing them when they're, when you're doing them for the mission. If you see your business as like this, like thing that has to run with, you know, emails and social media and, 
and a this and a that. And you're like bogged down by it. And you're like, oh, no, no. Now, do people hire people out for those things? Yes. But I have to tell you something. Even a team can't do anything for you until they know your mission. Everyone's got to be on board. I've been through a couple of different team members, right? And for various reasons, things have like moved on, evolved, whatever. But I have never, ever worked with anyone who I didn't feel was on board with my mission. I can't have somebody working with me who's like treating me and my business like it's just like a, like a, you know, like, like something that there's no, no mission. I don't know how else to describe it. I don't want anybody working with me that's not enrolled in my mission. That doesn't feel like excited, at least about my passion and what I'm doing. So even knowing your passionate mission is how you actually grow a team or a business. It's the fuel. It's the fire. It's the fire. So just to recap, this all came about because I was asking my clients to just stand up and speak from the heart and just tell us why they do what they do or tell us what they really feel or tell us what they really want to say to their to their their clients, to their audience, like just let it rip. And it was really hard for everyone. It was really hard. And what I'm going to tell you is that those those exercises are what are what help you to unlock your voice. You know, we had an episode recently about your authentic voice, but I taught it a little bit more about like your thoughts and about like um, your actual voice, like being grounded in your physical body and about breath and all of that. Let's consider this episode to be like connected to that episode, which is like another important way to access your authentic voice is to make sure that you can speak freely about your mission. And what I mean by freely is let it rip. There's no right or wrong when you get to say your passion and you say, this is why I have to do this. I have to do this, first of all, for me, because blah, 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 blah. And second of all, because I can't stand to see people like suffering in this way. I can't stand to see people who are not doing all the things that they could be doing for themselves. I can't stand to see people being held back by their limiting beliefs. I can't stand to see people making choices that they're not really like taking ownership of. They don't know why. This is like killing me. That's what you, we all have to be able to say those things. And that doesn't mean that like, that's how I create a client, but it's part of it. So your mission is not your niche. It's connected to your niche, but they have to work together, but you need both. And this is why if you ever come to any of my trainings or you do the academy and you get all your beautiful workbooks and handouts, you'll see that like our standard, um, you know, one of our standard worksheets is of your yellow brick road. And at the bottom, you have to fill in your mission, your niche and your signature transformational system. Those three things are different from each other. And what I realized after, you know, the last two two things that I just shared with you was that like I hadn't 
Well, whatever. Nothing bad happened. We just hadn't done that mission work in a couple of months and everyone was rusty. And we had to get into the heart. We had to get into the soul and we had to free it up and let it rip. We had to get out of all of our concerns about what other people will think, being perfect, saying the right thing and speaking just, just the truth of the mission. And that's a physical thing, by the way. It's, it's something that you have to feel in your whole body. It can't be done from your brain, from your intellect. So I gave you some questions to ask yourself and play with. And if I were you, I would ask these questions to yourself and not write the answers. I would stand up. I would shake it out, get connected to your breath, and then ask yourself the question, what makes you mad? I mean, obviously related to your business. Like I wouldn't make it like about your <laughs> your kids or something. Like what makes you mad? And then just fucking speak it and record yourself if you want. Because there'll be golden gems in there. There'll be like unbelievable wisdom in there. Or like shit that you're like, oh my God, I said that. And then then you can use it. Remember like the director who takes the like the too big emotion and then goes, oh great. Now let's just sort of like, now let's like make it more potent by like, Mm, you know, pulling it back a little bit. That's what forward-facing messaging is. But it has to start with that unbridled, passionate mission. The passionate mission. Okay? All right, you passionate ones. Go forth. Be passionate. Tell everybody about your missions. Um, A quick reminder that we have podcast chat on Mondays at 12 o'clock on Zoom. All you have to do is be on my email list and you'll get the Zoom link. It's cash. Uh, you could just come listen. You could just be in the room. Being in the Passion and Prosperous community like does something for you. It like totally shifts your energy. You could also come and talk. You could not like do a speech, but like be engaged with us. You could also come and get coached. How awesome is that? So all you have to do is be on my email list. Everything's in the show notes. Everything's all over the place, social media. But www.stacybrassrussell.com is my website. There is a podcast page there. Um, That's where you can sign up for things, get worksheets, all kinds of goodies. And even like enter keywords and find episodes if you've never listened to all of them. All right. Um, If you haven't yet given a little review on Apple or Spotify, hit me up with some stars. Give me a little written review if you love the show. And then, of course, tell someone else about it. All right. I'll be in your headphones with you next week. I am sending you all the love. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it. Mm-hmm.